Hello, Dan Housen here. Dan Housen here to tell you to listen to the Rough House podcast, hosted by Christoph and Marty Housen. Very good. You both got the Housen in there. Listen to the podcast or up yours. Anyways, have a nice time. Love that, Dan Housen. Listen to this podcast. It's very nice, very evil. The Rough House podcast, Housen. Yes. Dan Housen is so powerful. Behold, a podcast for the ages, recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Roughhouse Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their warhammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task, complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Kristoff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rough House Podcast, episode number 282 for June 26, 2022. Unmarred by injury, I am Marty. <laughs> and uh, I have a slight fever, but I still made the plane to the podcast. I'm Kristoff. Uh, thank you all for uh, for listening to this uh, this podcast. Uh, if you're new, if you jumped in last week yeah. as our uh, deconstruction of the McMahon scandal, welcome. Um, you know they're not all like that, but it was a, no, a, no. a massive news event that we had to, to tackle that way. Uh, normally, there's more frivolity and Simpsons references and me wishing to see wrestling couples bang um yes. that's usually the more the norm yeah. of what this pod is about so uh if you're new welcome and uh, check out our patreon patreon.com slash the rough house podcast where today uh our boy justin schlegel will be joining us for another schlegel soapbox uh, that's at the five dollar tier so yeah. and we have a couple new five dollar patrons uh this week as well so welcome awesome. uh, friends hey uh thank you and welcome and uh for those who want to join the fun <laughs> let me spell out that url for you it's a B O R T I O N F U N D S dot O R G. That's where you go. Donate your money to the rough house. Yeah, there you go. There it yes. is. <laughs> anyway, uh, folks, it has been uh, a crazy week. We are recording this uh, at just about 9 a.m. Uh, on Sunday morning. Mm hmm. Uh, and Forbidden Door Day. It is Forbidden Door Day. And based off of the past week, what I will say is everything we're talking about is correct as of 9 a.m. Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. So just just set your expectations <clears throat> accordingly. We record this on Sundays. Patrons get it early, and then it goes out for everybody Monday morning. Yeah. That means, of course, you won't have our thoughts about the show until next week. But more importantly, if anything else changes between now and then... Uh, it's not going to be covered. Um, yeah. but so if, if Brian Danielson spent the last, you know, uh, 48 hours in a hyperbaric chamber and is now yes. suddenly cleared to wrestle, uh, we will not know about yes. it. <laughs> he, he, he believes it gives him sexual powers and the ability yes. to face Zack Sabre Jr. Live on pay-per-view. Uh, well, let's, let's be he already had the ability to face, face Zack Sabre Jr. Live on pay-per-view. <laughs> you know what? That's true. And, and, and we'll talk about that. I think that's yeah, an there's interesting a lot of point to get that. into. Yeah. Uh, and, and not just ones on his brain, but, uh, first let's very Those quickly lesions that's, that's oh, oh touche let's not, uh, not the marvel show with uh <laughs> not uh that one with Aubrey plaza and yes. dan something or other <laughs> dan uh, not not that one yeah lesions. Let, let's very quickly get into this company because there's an update yeah. to talk about the world wrestling federation for over 50 years the revolutionary force <laughs> in sports entertainment mm -hmm. and uh folks it it was uh, another crazy and wild week uh, behind the scenes, so I get to hit this button. Beam slaps hard, bro. Slaps hard. More things going on legally with the WWE as the fallout from the Wall Street Journal coverage of the improprieties of one Vincent Kennedy McMahon and uh, also uh, Johnny Ace, John Laurinaitis, uh, we, of course, now have Stephanie McMahon as the CEO. Uh, we have is she acting CEO or is she CEO? Uh, acting CEO okay. uh, during right. the investigation. Yes, yes, Vince yes, McMahon yes. remaining a member of creative. Johnny Ace, however, has been put on administrative leave. We, uh. we talked last week. It looked like 
Mr. Ace, Mr. Laurinaitis would be the fall guy, and he certainly appears to be as uh, he has been replaced as the head of talent relations in an interim phase Mm -hmm. by Bruce Pritchard. Man, that is just that's a lateral move at best in terms of uh, quality of person in said role. Yes. Um, now, if, if Johnny Ace were smart, he would have taken a cue from uh, Cousin Greg's playbook in succession and uh, kept some receipts as to some things that may that hold on to uh, in in, um, in advance of the most likely or possible congressional hearing i don't know uh who knows who knows how far this will go I yes, mean, this yes. Not, wouldn't be the first time Vince man has been in front of congress yeah very very true and uh hopefully it would be the last but god only knows how he's gonna live to be 162 i know <laughs> just to torment us like uh, the wrestling the wrestling gods the world the the gods of pro wrestling yes have just been directly fucking with us the past week it, uh, it turns out the wrestling gods are trickster gods if nothing else. <laughs> yes yeah yeah the loki's of uh pro not not the guy who dressed yeah, up yeah, yeah. not the size of the so, fighter but rather the, the size of the son. they bring Loki yes. Lousy son yes. yeah that one <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah Bruce Pritchard uh now uh executive producer of Raw executive producer of SmackDown and the head of talent relations which means with if, five podcasts <laughs> yes which means if you are a talent on one of those shows and you have a problem with creative great news you go to the same guy <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's two birds, one uh, one awful fat stone. Yeah. Uh, so not that I have any room to talk. I'm a lard ass myself, but uh, I will call a fatty a fatty when I see one. <laughs> so we, we've got that going on. Uh, additionally, Vince McMahon uh, continuing his goodwill tour of the shows that he produces uh, <laughs> after showing up on SmackDown last week. He showed up on Raw this week with this to say. Tonight marks the 1,000th. 517th edition of Monday Night Raw. Which makes it, well, it it continues to make it the longest-running episodic television show in history. And for that, I say thank you. Cheer, you lemmings. Cheer. Raw's been on the air for almost 30 years. 20 of those 30 years has been dominated by the greatest... WWE superstar of all time. Uh, I mean, he's a, been pretty. I, 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 I'm, I'm pausing it there because that's a bold fucking claim. Well, I mean, he's been absent pretty steadily at least the last twelve. <laughs> right, but also he is now officially calling. And that man makes his return to Raw live here next week. Oof. I make a reference to no, no, no less than Mr. Hustle. Loyalty and respect, John Cena! So he's now saying John Cena is above Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, countless people. He's saying John Cena's the guy, all time. I mean, I get that sentiment. Uh, If, I mean... you got to think of Vince's – well, I don't know. It's hard, kind of hard to put yourself into that warbly, garbly mouth and mind of his. But um, you know, in terms of the world today, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan by many not seen to be uh, a person of high regard. Uh, Stone Cold – including this podcast. Yes, yeah, so very much so. Uh, Stone Cold's day has come and passed. The Undertaker, you know. Oh shit! The Undertaker retired, and you know, He's doing a one-man show during to a Blue Summer Lives Slam Matter weekend. flag somewhere. Yeah. Um, and but John Cena, you know, in big movies, big TV shows, he's he's uh he's big in pop culture right now. Really, the only other person, and honestly, the terms, the length of wrestling career in WWE for John Cena is much longer than the, than The Rock, at least on top. Um, those would be the two. That that he would say those about, yeah. So I, yeah. I get I get where he's coming from, but yeah, it, it is a little crazy for him to you know the timeline because it's twenty years from when he debuted and he wasn't right. at the top when he fucking debuted. Oh no 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 no, he was almost fired <laughs> until he yeah. figured out the rap gimmick. Anyway, let me let me just finish this audio clip. Yeah, <sighs> crowd goes nuts, of course. He just he just announces it and then it goes on his okay. way. Right. He pop to announce that John Cena is going to be on the show and that's it. And you know, Chris, 
That mm. does remind me. Oh, yes, please. Hey, Chris. Yeah. You remember when uh, John Cena had, had the U.S. title and, and he took on all comers and he said, you know, if you, you, you want some, uh, come, 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 come get some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a uh, that was that was a good summer. Uh, Kevin Owens uh, made his uh, debut up from NXT during that open challenge uh, thing, if I remember correctly, and he had a, a killer match with Cesaro as well. Yeah, it's it pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I love a good a little a little, little bit of rapadoo on a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I you know what I just realized, Chris? Horns hip hop. Yeah. That's actually the end of John Cena month. But maybe we'll do an extra one to make up for last week since we didn't get to do one. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Hey, remember when John Cena fucked Amy Schumer in that movie, and he was supposed to be Dolph Ziggler, but he wasn't Dolph Ziggler? Oh, uh, yeah, Trainwreck. I remember that. I remember that. Bill Hader. This is John Cena Uh, hip-hop. Horns. Uh, anyway, uh, also on the secession-style tip, uh-huh. Triple H showed up in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. And he gave yep. a speech to the NXT 2.0 talent who all went, who's this guy? Because <laughs> they have no understanding of pro wrestling beyond right, yeah. what they've been presented. And so far, yeah. they haven't been presented him. Uh, and he indicated he's back, mm-hmm. whatever that means. Now, did they queue up the Eric Bischoff theme song for that? They, they did not. But I okay. really, really hope because, you know, we've seen through the years, you know, and all of the, the, uh, the, the different uh, – WWE uh, 24-7s and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. We've seen, like, that weird, like, conference room that everybody goes into. I really hope that somebody... like a lecture hall, almost. Yes. I really hope that somebody had, like, a really shitty Walmart Bluetooth speaker before it came out. It was like... Well, the thing is, everybody in NXT right now... Was born Dr. after Ray died, so they didn't even know who, who fucking. Yeah, exactly. Is. Like so. there is a whole group of next in line athletes going. What the fuck is happening? What is this? <laughs> There's this bald guy wearing a suit who's just spitting water all over himself. Yeah, that, that, that can't back. be sanitary. I'm back to give to this business. And then, like you know, <laughs> he has to stand back. Fucking Fred Sanford style. Oh, it's the big one, Stephanie. I'm coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> uh, sorry, I couldn't help myself. He spins the water, takes a minute because he's winded. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the game. I'm back. <laughs> mm. James Brown style has to get carried off the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cake thrown over his shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Fucking yep. Shawn Michaels puts, a, puts his arm over his shoulder. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and then somebody, after he leaves, somebody just goes up and places a sledgehammer right on the pulpit in, mem- in memoriam. <laughs> and everybody's like, what the fuck does this mean? Are we demolishing oh, this place? Because they have no fucking clue. That is terrible. Speaking of terrible, uh, g- great news. Uh, okay. Uh, Jordan Devlin, uh, it, it turns out you only have to sit back for two years. And uh, you can go from being called out in speaking out and be brought up from NXT UK to NXT proper. Oh, has he? Okay. Yeah, right. there was a uh, vignette shown on this week's NXT 2.0 that Jordan Devlin will be uh, debuting on NXT 2.0 as JD McDonough. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wow, the random NXT name uh, generator is really working overtime, huh? And as far as I could tell, his character is literally Irish Alberto Del Rio. He's rich and has fancy cars. Wow, that's uh, it's not. I mean, it's not really the the path you want to send somebody down, especially yeah. with somebody with uh, alleged sexual abuse in the past. Yeah. So wow, all right, really on the nose there, uh, NXT. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, uh, WWE as a whole is building toward the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, which will be taking place next week in Las okay. Vegas. It'll be on a Saturday night. Oh. Hint, hint. 
to other pay-per-view providers out there. Saturday nights are a great night to watch shows. Agreed. Not that I'm calling anyone out in particular. Um, but uh, uh, they're, they're continuing to build to the, the dual ladder matches. Currently, the men's money in the bank is Seth Rollins, <laughs> Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, Omos, and Sami Zayn with two participants to be determined. Now, have they done the uh, what I consider to be the peak of Money in the Bank build and have seven people standing up on ladders in an <laughs> arena cutting promos on each other? I imagine that's Friday uh, okay. because they have to they have to get those last two participants, which I believe will be figured out on uh, Raw this coming Monday. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, that's, that's one of the them peak will of probably be promo right there. Uh, sure. Yeah. You know, he just lost a title shot, so why not uh, get him in the running for another one? He lost title shot, but it popped a rating. So. <clears throat> did he pop the rating or did Vince pop the rating? Great question. Not sure. Hard okay. to say. Because uh, also it could be the return of Roman to television that popped the rating. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, wasn't Riddle on like Jimmy Kimmel or so? not Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Jimmy Fallon or some he shit? He was. He was. Yes. And also it's he odd. was accused of being a sexual abuser. Well, we're just bringing up facts about Matt Riddle. Um, and uh, <laughs> the women's Money in the Bank ladder Sorry, match. Paul. <laughs> Women's Money in the Bank ladder match uh, currently is Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Asuka, uh-huh. and Shoddy, or sh- not Shoddy, Shotzi. Yeah, big Shoddy's on uh, yeah. AEW. And he's on the injured list. Oh, uh, really, he is. <laughs> and uh, one more to be determined. So it's got to be Asuka's, right? I mean, she's came back recently and has been. Certainly uh, feels like it, uh, mm-hmm. unless they're going to put Becky in the match because she is not in the running for uh, the belt on the show. The rest of the show right now looks like uh, Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's Championship against Carmella. Carmella earning a women's title match this week on Raw and her first televised match since WrestleMania of this year? Yes. Okay. I just, hey, you never know. I just, had to, <laughs> I just had to ask. Ronda Rousey defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Natalia, and boy, have they been shooting lately. Uh, well, you know, uh, I, Natty uh, has her pluses and minuses, but her dragging Ronda on uh, on social media has been quite fun to watch. I'm not yes, going to lie. Yes. Uh, saying the only sh- uh, shots <laughs> she seems to take are in the octagon. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. uh, we got the Usos defending the undisputed tag team titles against Street Profits and Theory defending the U.S. championship against Bobbert Lashrelli in a match that was built to with a pose down on Raw. Wow, that's awful. Uh, what's the deal with Theory doing all John Cena stuff? Are they trying to build to a match or something? Probably. Uh, John Cena has actually spoken a lot about Theory in press recently. And, of course, with John Cena coming back due to the aforementioned John Cena model, uh-huh. uh, I would assume those two are going to go against each other. Um, what is interesting, though, is right now no Universal Championship match and... No Intercontinental Championship match, because right now that's just a feud that's on television, as uh, Gunther, the former Volter, is defending often against the guy he beat for the belt, uh, Ricochet. Ah, Sir Rick O'Shea. Uh, Okay, so Gunther, but I don't know how how to phrase this. If... This transformation that you've undergone was your own idea and you're happy with it and, you know, uh, you feel better in your own, uh, albeit fewer uh, amounts of skin, less Mm -hmm. amount of skin, um, then good for you. From my eyes, for somebody who doesn't watch the product and just sees, you know, a random photo of a guy, it looks unnatural and it's kind of uh, disconcerting to me. Uh, I don't really. It is very jarring. Like it's because Walt. I mean, his the whole bit of Walter. This is big baby Huey, fucking massive uh, 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 Austrian guy in a diaper beating you up. Yeah, and now he's just a tall, ripped guy who's beating you up. You know, it's just I feel like that was part of the appeal of the guy. And now that's just been I mean, and and, you know, like I said, if he's happy and healthy, good for him. He's making money. Yeah. Fine. But, you know, I want to know if this was his call or if Vince was like, get your ass in shape, pal. 
it it's hard to say. Or even if it's something he undertook himself because he knew he was coming to the main roster, and therefore he knew Vince likes this, but not that. Uh, Did John Tenta ever do that back then? No. <laughs> well, that, I that's mean, because that was his thing. gimmick. You you look back at the well, maybe not the golden typhoons. era because people think yeah. the golden era now is attitude era. Because of course, the well, golden era is whatever you grew up with. It's like Saturday Night Live, sure. but wrestling. Um, yeah. But if you look at you know the the eighties rock and wrestling you know live action cartoon era, yeah, there were a bunch of different body types. Hogan was a big muscly dude. Jake Roberts was little and lithe. Uh, uh, you mentioned Earthquake Typhoon, big yeah. guys. Uh, Andre the Giant, big guy. Uh, you had like your steamboats and your savages, like exactly. everybody, and then your warriors. Yeah, there was a lot of different. Uh, a lot of, a lot and, of different and it told types. a visual story sometimes yes. because it was like you know here's here's the big uh you know muscle bound superhero and Hulk Hogan versus like this mass of a human being and a right. and a King Kong Bundy or yeah. you know you you had uh two super fast workers like Steamboat and Savage like oh what are they gonna do you know these these guys who've clearly trained for speed what are their matches gonna look like when everybody looks the same it's not as interesting if right. Vader, and I think this is a great comparison to yeah. Walter slash Gunther. If Vader dropped all the weight on one hand, you'd be like, Hey, good for you, Leon. You know, yeah. like, nice job, bud. But at Might the same still be time, <laughs> yeah, fair. But at the same time, you kind of go, ah, the, 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 the mystique's gone. The, yeah, the, yeah. the <clears throat> visual of that beast of a man is gone. Vader minus 200 pounds would not be able to hold up that badass helmet he had in Japan. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? exactly. <laughs> like he would get lost in it. It would, yeah. he, he would be dark helmet at that point. <laughs> so, Oh, thank you for his baseballs reference. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, so it's, it's just one of those things where if, if this was a health concern, if this was something he wanted to do, awesome, fine. But for me, it is a less visually appealing version even as somewhat comical as you could say, Walter's look was because you know the the uh, the tights with no knee pads always makes a guy look yeah. like he's half naked. Yeah. Um, it, it it just isn't as a rest- I, I don't look at that guy and go, he's gonna fuck you up. It's the same I like, way oh, I hey, did Walter. Hey, yeah, look at that guy. He looks photoshopped. Like every photo I've seen him looks like they took his yeah. face and just put it on, you know, some bodybuilder's body. And, you know, and that's it, exactly it. It's he weird. looks like he's bodybuilding. Like even yeah. his tanning like really underlines also like how gaunt his face is now. And yeah. it's it yeah, it's 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 worrisome. It's like when you see people do the hardcore bodybuilder tan and yep. they just look like sinewy, like they look like fucking yep. beef jerky and that's that's Walter now. Uh, it's it's yeah. very, very strange, very weird. Uh, I like beef jerky, but I don't like my wrestlers to look like it. Exactly, exactly. You but, know. Uh, you know, let, let, let's go from talking about uh, wrestlers with body issues to talk about wrestlers with issues with their bodies. And, ooh, hold on. That is... That is an A plus. Uh, that is segue? an A plus uh, segue right there, hey, my friend. Hey, thank you. Top top marks to you. Thank you. Hey, let's let, let's go ahead and just run down a very quick list. We got Kenny Omega, yep. CM Punk, <clears throat> Brian Danielson, <clears throat> Jungle Boy, Scorpio Sky, Adam Cole, yep. Kyle O'Reilly, uh-huh. Bobby Fish, uh-huh. Anthony Bowens, uh-huh. Lee Johnson, uh-huh. Darius Martin, uh-huh. Kip Sabian, Layla Hirsch, Red Velvet, Sky Blue, The Bunny, Luther, and Buddy Matthews. What happened to Buddy? Uh, Buddy fucked up his shoulder. He's working through it, but he fucked up his shoulder. Uh, okay. All right. Was he just trying to put Brody King up on his shoulder for a celebra- celebratory thing, and then that just did him in? <laughs> it might have been that, or you know, they tried to actually put a tattoo on him, and it just his, his shoulder <laughs> his, muscle. His shoulder exploded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that Very is nice. the current AEW injury list. Kenny Omega, so, multiple injuries. Punk's yeah. got broken foot. Brian Danielson out due to presumed concussions. Yeah. He apparently wanted to work both Forbidden Door and Blood and Guts this Of course week, he did. <laughs> but Brian Tony Danielson. Khan made the call to take him off the shows. Um, it's a tough call to make. Both members of Red Dragon out with yeah. injuries. 
Although Fish is apparently close to returning or closer to returning than Kyle O'Reilly. Um, Scorpio Sky, Jungle Boy fucked up his shoulder in the ladder match. Bowen's fucked up his knee again. Adam Cole apparently has a shoulder issue. Well, he's working through it. Yeah, unfortunately. yeah he's, he's working tonight. Uh, Darius Martin was in a car crash. Kip Sabian fucked up his shoulder. Layla Hirsch blew out her knee. Don't know what happened to Red Velvet, but she's out. Sky Blue hurt herself. Bunny hurt herself. Luther fucked up himself. Like, it's just... It's a lot. Suddenly, that stacked roster of AEW starts to make sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, this is part of the reason why you have that. Um, you know, injuries do happen, <clears throat> especially in this sport, and especially, you know, in the style that is worked in AEW. It's a very high velocity, high impact sort of style that you and I both very much enjoy to watch, but right. it is uh, performed at a great toll to the uh, wrestlers' bodies. And, you know, it just things have have added up and unfortunately it's kind of uh hopefully peaked at this time as we're going into this pay-per-view tonight where all these dream matches were supposed to happen and the card has been reshuffled and reorganized uh, at least a half dozen times at this point due yeah. to uh new injuries and uh other sicknesses and injury and uh, travel issues and and things of that nature all these different things um you know in in the midst of you know, uh, as I was talking with uh, with Mark about this yesterday, that you know they had to squeeze. They squeezed in this pay per view. Need to be squeezed in after Double or Nothing, mm-hmm. after Best of the Super Juniors, after uh, Dominion. and then bef- after Dominion, but then before uh, G One and before All Out. So yes. you're very much limited in in the time frame to do this, and that's a lot of other big events happening in that time frame for this to sit squarely in the middle, uh, which is probably the reason why Nido is not on this card to keep his glass neck together so he can perform <laughs> in the G1 this year. Very, very true. And, uh, you know, the the hits kept coming for the Forbidden Door card this week. Aforementioned Brian Danielson off of the card, which mm-hmm. meant, of course, he will not be facing Zack Sabre Jr. on tonight's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has been announced, and, and we'll run through the full Forbidden Door yeah. card in just a moment, but what's been announced is a mystery opponent will be mm-hmm. taking his place not just in the match uh, against Zack Sabre Jr., but this competitor will become the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club and also join in the six-on-six version of Blood and Guts, which will be Wednesday night in Detroit. Nearly sold-out right. arena, by the way. Like, 10,000 people are going to be at the show, which is fucking Good, that's now. awesome. Um, yeah. But uh, the they did not explain who it was. His, uh, Danielson decided, I'm going to play my heel card again, and yeah. uh, literally told the crowd, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, yeah. which uh, definitely kind of sucked out the air of the first few minutes of the show. But um, I, I well, thought then, it was then, it was well played. Yeah. No. And the 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 wry smile on Danielson's face after he said it, yeah. he was just reveling in it. He fucking yeah. loves that shit. But, you know, Zack Sabre Jr. did come out, uh, didn't say anything, I guess. Which he is can't fucking be weird. He's one of the well, best I, promo guys <laughs> in the industry right now. Yeah, but he's also very prone to uh, to cursing. So uh, yeah, he, <laughs> I don't know if it was a, a worry about him dropping some F and C-bombs. Yeah, on, the C-bomb, uh, I think, would be the Turner. bigger problem. He, he, yeah. He's British. He, he doesn't realize yeah. that that's a bigger word over here. God, I love that word, though. Yeah, it's, That's it's, it, it, it's a great it, word. It, it, it's very usable sometimes. But, uh, yeah, uh, so, of course, that got changed. <clears throat> uh, Tamahu Ishii, just a day after winning the opportunity to being uh, mm-hmm. in the uh, All-Atlantic Championship four-way, uh, he had to pull out due to a knee injury. And he's supposed to work the G1 in a few weeks. So uh, good luck and well, Godspeed to, to Big Tom. Hopefully it's not that severe. Uh, yeah, that the, you know, so Clark Connors in his place, which is the guy who lost in that qualifying match. Yes. So so he's back in. And, gee, I wonder who's going to take the fall in that four-way. <laughs> uh, and then uh, yesterday afternoon, it came out that uh, Hiromu Takahashi uh, was not allowed to board the plane as he showed signs of a fever which uh, meant that he was grounded for flight. So uh, that's he, bummer. He was not going to be able to make it. Now, if there is a, uh, a silver lining in that one, oh. uh, to, uh, uh, Takahashi will be in uh, North Carolina next month. 
Uh, there's going to be a, a New Japan Strong taping in Charlotte, North Carolina on July 24th, where he's going okay. against, coincidentally enough, Clark Connors. Yep. Uh, I wonder if they can work something out to have him on Dynamite the Wednesday before or after. Um, I, I I mean, it's going to be G1 season, so it's like he's probably right. going to be available. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at, at the same time, man, the last time, you know when the last time was Hiromu worked in the U.S.? Was it that show we went to in Philly? Uh, no, he was not on that show. You know, he why? wasn't okay because his no. last match in the U.S. The was Garden? against Dragon Lee, where he got suplexed on top of his head and broke his neck. Jesus! Wow. Because remember, we thought he was going to be back in time for the G One Super Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he wasn't. They they held him off. The, they held him the, off for Wrestle Kingdom twenty twenty. Right. Wow, and now, good lord, yeah, that's got to be five, four or five years at this point. I think four years ago at this point, yeah, I think it was twenty eighteen because it was because it was before, that was one of the California uh, shows. Yeah, it was one of the California shows was before All Out. Yeah, or All In Jesus. rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, damn. Yeah, so definitely kind of a, a a cursed experience for him to try to <laughs> wrestle in the U.S. Yeah, but uh, that's a hopefully, but yeah. So that uh, soon. that uh, four and four match now trios match. Uh, yes. they better have, uh, you know, put a bunch of pillows and saran wrap around Shingo Takagi on that plane to make sure he makes it to Chicago. Okay. Well, Hey, Chris, let's just jump into it. Let you know, okay. I'm, I'm looking at how much time we got left. Cause we do have the, the heart out to record with Justin. Let's Very go hard. ahead and, and rock hard out. <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about the forbidden door show. If you don't watch the video version, you're missing out on some fun things. But uh, the sounds show, pretty great, actually. The 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 show goes live tonight from a sold out United Center in Chicago, Illinois. Twelve uh, matches, three 12, on the buy-in. Twelve matches, three on the buy-in. Uh, so let's dig into it. We've got the Gun Club of Billy Austin and Colton Gunn and Max Caster. With Anthony Bowens going against the New Japan LA Dojo team of Yuya Yamura, Alex Coughlin, the DKC, and Kevin Knight. Okay, so uh, wild prediction here. In his opening rap, Max Caster uh, says something about headbutting you like Shibata, and then Shibata comes out and kicks his head into the rafters. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what? Shibata should come out with LA Dojo kids. Like That would be fucking If rad, just yeah. for the big pop, he should sure. come out with those guys. Um, I, I think the LA Dojo team is going to win. Uh, yeah. Why, why would yeah. you? Yeah. Have them pin fucking Colton Gunn. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, and, and that'll put, uh, I wonder if they're going to keep track of AEW New Japan wins on screen. Like, oh, if it's gonna be a I thing. guess. Yeah. I don't know. That would be weird to do it. If the, if there's an era of nobody coming over or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I recognize there's one match on the card tonight, which is just straight AEW. So, well, yeah, because New Japan doesn't feature women's wrestling. So they yeah. had to have a women's match. Although I, I heard somewhere and, and, and I'll have to to see what the sourcing was, it was on it. But I heard that apparently Bushy Road had offered a stardom match and oh, really turned down. So I don't know what that's about. really. Yeah, hmm. I, I find that kind of weird, but it, I think it was supposed to be something like um, uh, the start of matches that were done at Tokyo Dome, where it was just kind of be, uh-huh. be like, here's six ladies. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I think would have been fun. It would have been a, a, sure. a fun addition to the show, but that's just me. Anyway, uh, also on the buy in, we've got the factory of QT Marshall and Aaron Solo against Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi as Gato just decides to stick the blade right in our ribs. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. this is going to be the does Russell have Cheez-Its match for me <laughs> in the buy-in. Yeah, we yeah. won't even have sat down at this point. Hopefully this is on first and we'll just be <laughs> hanging out in the kitchen, maybe having a, you know, a beer or some Cheez-Its or maybe a taquito or something. I yes, know. yes. Well, exactly. we've got in store for us tonight. Uh, de- definitely the the most can miss match of uh, I mean, the buy-in. I mean, QT Marshall has to be pinned in this, right? Yeah, which would put New Japan up to oh. Well, because I have a feeling later in the card it might not be that uh, that way. Fair so. point. Fair point. Uh, then we've got Swerve in our glory of Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland against the Suzuki Goon duo of El Desperado and Noshinobu Kanemaru. This match should fuck just 
yes. full on fuck. I uh, want to see Despy and Keith Lee just fucking uh, just just you know get into it. Also, Swerve and Despy. I mean, Connemara yeah. is fine, but Despy, yeah, Despy fucking rules. If you have not yet seen El Desperado, uh, yeah. very don't miss the buy-in tonight. Yes, uh, you will look at it and go, oh, I understand why Christoph likes this guy. Within yeah. seconds of his intro, <laughs> you will understand. Uh, He's a luchador yes. who wears a skull mask. It's really yep. obvious, folks. <laughs> <laughs> am i that predictable it's, yes yes i am it's like in you know it, it, it's like oh there's a woman in wrestling who has red hair and glasses oh marty's interested what a shock <laughs> uh, it's not just the appearance he's also a fucking rad wrestler yes, no too. He's, he, he fucking rules and uh, yeah uh should that should be awesome uh zach saber jr against the opponent of brian danielson's choosing mm-hmm. so I, I i think there's a few levels of this there is the it would make sense and it would be good and then there would be it would make sense would be bad and there would be a surprise and it would be bad yes we got three options here make sense would be good is cesaro claudio casagnoli csro whatever he's calling himself yeah would make it would make sense for the match would Mm -hmm. make sense uh because the bcc yeah it would make sense with the blackpool combat club because uh claudio has history with regal he mm-hmm. has history with Danielson, uh, and uh, also I think him and and Kingston would have fun interactions in the yeah. the uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, um, and it would you know it would legitimately be a big pop moment, no doubt. Now, <laughs> if you want to pick someone who makes sense in terms of how it was described, but will make the entire Chicago crowd go what the fuck? Yeah, it's Jonathan Gresham. Yeah, and I, I we really we, we don't mean to frame this as any disrespect to Jonathan Gresham because he's no. an amazing fucking wrestler, you know, for his especially for his four foot eleven frame. Yes. Um, but and him versus ESJ would be very good. Absolutely, the match the match would be would be excellent. But I feel like we've kind of worked ourselves into a corner here <laughs> yeah. by anything other than Cesaro is a disappointment, and somebody not at the. F- fame slash popularity level uh as a cesaro there aren't too many available and gresham is not that yes now the there's an air of possibility and would be for at least us a massive disappointment is they pull the johnny gargano card oh god i even thought about that yeah that would be a big fucking bummer yeah and also it wouldn't make any sense you know for the supposed history and understanding that Danielson has of his pick. It, yeah. It, they haven't really interacted. Uh, it, it would literally just be like, Oh, here's a person. Yeah. Um, Oof. but yeah, I, I would say my gut instinct is Cesaro, Claudio, whatever you want to yeah. call him. Yep. 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 Um, but I mean, who knows? Maybe there's someone we're not thinking of. By the way, people on the internet who are saying it's gonna be Bray Wyatt, go fuck yourselves. Just fuck yourself super hard. <laughs> that, that that makes it, it makes no sense. Like it doesn't fit it either yeah. either side of the equation. Uh, he he would he would probably not work in that blood and guts match, and he definitely would not be a great technical wrestler to face Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, I would just wait for the reference of an exploding television for the match with uh, with uh, when he's in there with Mox. Wasn't that him, Bray yes, Wyatt, and, uh, yes, and Mox? It, it was yeah. them. Yes, that's that was awful. Um, also, uh, I think you know. I I threw this out there. I don't really think it's a it's a possibility, but mm-hmm. you know, in terms of the history and the the technical technical prowess of the wrestler, uh, I thought that Chris Hero might be an option. But again, he doesn't yeah. move the needle, and you know, as you he does have history with Regal, definitely, yeah, yeah, and with uh, you know, uh, um, uh, Brian yeah. in uh, in Ring of Honor, yeah. Uh, so so yeah, I, you know, again, but he doesn't move the needle, no nowhere near as much as Cesaro. But really I think we're we're missing the the number one most obvious pick here. He's been a free agent for some time now. I think we may have just forgotten about him. Um it's Bo Dallas. Oh you gotta, you gotta believe. Oh yeah. 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 It's Bo. Uh, my yeah. God, how long was the NXT world champion? Yeah. He's he's I mean he's top tier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is it. It's it's the, the return Bo of Bo Dallas returns. Now. You heard it here, folks. Yeah, yeah, right here on the Rough House. I God. believe this. This entire show, by the way, is a monkey's paw uh, because looking at million percent, looking yeah. at the next match on the card, what is now a trios match, 
It yeah. is the Young Bucks and El Phantasmo with Hikaleo against mm-hmm. the Dudes with Attitudes of now Darby Allen, Sting, and Shingo Takagi. I feel like more than a few people on the internet said, man, that eight-man tag's going to be fun, but can we not have Hikaleo in it? (laughs) (laughs) And somewhere God laughed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there is no God, but somewhere the wrestling uh, as, as, as this week and and the way this card has played out has proved. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I see, I see that the the, the always unintentional uh, uh, side effect there. Yes. Uh, but that being said, um, if if Shingo doesn't, you know, um, last of the dragon ELP into the netherworld, then what yeah. are we even doing here? Yeah. Also, uh, here here's a prop bet for you. Will Shingo wear face paint? I say yes. Oh, man. I fucking hope not. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, man. Don't do that to my guy. Come on. I know. It could look badass. Uh, uh, Yeah. Um, he, uh, he's like, no, no, you're, you're ruining my morning. Don't even, <laughs> why have you even said that to me? Uh, like just, but just like his eyes, not like, cause he has the dragon mask. Oh yeah. It, it, it'd be like the old school sting face paint, like <sighs> where it's vaguely ultimate warrior-y. But Shingo likes to wear a lot of red. So it would be like more akin to Wolfpack. Sting. You know, that's true. That's true. And, and again, you're, you're not turning me against this idea. <laughs> I don't want to see Shingo in face paint. I just want to see Shingo toss the young bucks around a little bit. That's, oh, that's uh, and if Shingo happening. eats the pin, I'm going to bitch very loudly. On oh the no, 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 no. I think LP, ELP or uh, perhaps Darby are, is going to eat the pin because ELP yeah. might need to be protected for G1. That's right. He's in G1 this year, isn't he? Yeah. Dang. Um, which I mean, come on, nobody expects ELP to win the fucking G1. I know, I but uh, it just speaks to the the difficult needle to thread on these matches. Because you have right, to And it would have been difficult any other time both of the sides year, but of yeah, like you said, yeah. going into G1, it's even more tricky. Yeah. Anyway, uh Thunder Rosa is defending the AEW Women's World Championship against Tony Storm. I feel like these women have something to prove here. Being oh, yeah, the only, the, the only women's match on the, on the card. Yeah. Being two of the top workers in the AEW women's division. Uh, and Rosa kind of got her flowers taken away from her by being a great match on the last pay-per-view. But it was in a marathon show. And, you know, now that I think about it, this one's probably gonna be a marathon show, too. But, like, it, it felt like she and Deeb had a fucking great match on the last pay-per-view. Yes. And no one was talking about it the next day. So right. if I'm Rosa, I, I'm coming into this with a bit of a, you know, fire in my belly to be like, we're going to show how much we fucking rule. And Tony's been game lately. Like you look at. No, yeah, she's been she, TV matches. She's been killing it. Not just with her hip attack. Like, yeah. She's, Ooh, man, she's, she's been beastly. So I sign I, me up for one of those. <clears throat> I feel like. And and this is of no offense to a lot of the card, but a lot of the card is, you know, these multi-mans and that sort of thing where, while I think some of them will be very good, I think some people can take a light, you know, a lighter night and they don't necessarily have to go in and be like, oh, it's pay-per-view night, boys. Like, let's go big. Yeah. I feel like for Rosa and Tony Storm, they have to go into this match that way. And Plus, I also feel there were those allegations against Thunder Rosa for uh, for sandbagging yeah. uh, Marina Shafir a couple weeks ago. So she has yeah. that to bounce back from as well. So a lot to prove here. You know, uh, don't give them 40 minutes by any means, no, but, no, no, you know, no. give them uh, a strong 20. Let them go out there and, and do their thing. I mean, Chris, you know me. I, I infinitely push for a good 20 minute match versus yeah. a very good 40 minute match. Uh, well, like, we'll get there on the main event. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we've got the three-way winner-takes-all tag team title match for the Ring of Honor in IWGP tag team titles. It is FTR, the Ring of Honor tag team champions, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, against the United Empire of Great Ocon and Jeff Cobb, against Rapongi Vice uh, of Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero, United Empire being the IWGP heavyweight tag team champions. Right. This could be match of the night. It's This match will fucking rule. Yeah, like this. Should. Should th- this is a great match on paper. 
my biggest question mark is how you book it. I'm uh, going to give a surprise answer here. Okay. I think United Empire wins. I was just going to say the same thing, actually. And I think more than that, they pin Rocky. So FTR doesn't technically lose the belts. Mm-hmm. You know, there's well, they no lose pin. the belts, not lose them. Well, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, there's no pin. There's no right. There's no like pin on them, and then that turns into something for the ne- you know for the Ring of Honor pay per view they're talking about doing in July for yeah. uh, All Out. You know, some some further United Empire FTR showdown. Well, aren't they both in the G1? Are they in the uh, G1? Uh, Khan? Oh, they are. Uh, so probably it would be, I guess, all out. Yeah, because yeah. uh, G1 will be done by then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they probably couldn't do it for the Ring of Honor pay per view. But well, yeah. you, but you also had ca- Cash a to pin on. Uh, Cash was beat by Jeff Cobb on Rampage. Yeah, too. that's true. That's true. So. Which made sense because Cash is sure. the less proven single star. Like that's just booking one on one, right? And Jeff O'Cobb, Jeff O'Cobb, wow, <laughs> Jeff You're, O'Cobb. Hey, uh, <laughs> Brian Alvarez made the same mistake this week. So <laughs> really, yeah. <laughs> and and the I, by the way, I, I love that. But them, uh, the idea of them just becoming Great O'Con and Jeff O'Cobb, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, Jeff O'Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> now the question is though, is it Jeff O'Cobb or is it Jeff O'Cobb? <laughs> Jeffo, hey Jeffo, <laughs> Jeffo, uh, Jeffo, buddy, pal, Guam, hey Olympics, hey Jeffo, uh, yeah, uh, it, it makes sense for for Cobb to pin Cash there. Uh, it would have made sense for Cobb to pin Dax too, but I'm glad that it was Cash and not Dax. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, to just reiterate, this match should absolutely rule, and I'm, I'm with you, Great Ocon and uh, Jeffo Cobb will r- win this match and winner take all. Yes, um, and I just want to say, uh, coming off. of of Dynamite on Wednesday and their performances on this. I think it's a fucking shame Aussie Open is not on this card. Yeah. They were phenomenal. I don't know how this is all going to work out, but if there's a way to just lease AEW Aussie Open for a few months, I'd be way into that. Because well, I, mean, I, I think they've been phenomenal these past few weeks. Will Cobb and O'Connor are all going to be in the G1, so they're yeah. all they'll all be there. So they don't yeah. need, and they also have Hanare and fucking TJ Fucknuts yes. over there in the United yes. Empire as well. So they yeah. don't really necessarily need Aussie Open over there to be, you know, the second and third, I guess, for for Osprey or O'Connor or anybody. They, yeah. The United Empire has grown significantly in numbers, yeah. so you know, they, I, I think that that would be a great idea. Have them come over here. Uh, spend some time in the, you know, have some matches with the Bucks even. Yeah, you know, uh, that, give that them happens. the proper FTR tag match. Yeah, uh, because they have not, you know, they've gone against each other in six minutes. They haven't actually, right. you know, had a, a, a tag match yet. But yeah, uh, I, I knew that Davis and Fletcher were a great duo, but they've really upped their game a lot. They've upped their look a lot. Like Davis dropped yeah. a ton of weight. Like they look awesome these days. But um, just wanted to to digress with that briefly. Uh, for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, I'd say this is one of the biggest uh, could go either way matches of the night. It's Will in terms Ospreay. of quality or outcomes. Outcome, actually. Okay. Uh, because it's Will Osprey versus Orange Cassidy. I think the match yeah. itself will fucking roll. I I, I think sure. back to Pac versus uh, Orange Cassidy yes. at Revolution twenty twenty and how good that was. I think that's the OC we're seeing tonight. He, I, I, I think sure. he oh, no, recognizes. He's going to put his worker pants on. Yeah, he recognizes the the weight of what he's in. And if rumors are to be believed, we're finally seeing the last little puzzle piece of Orange Cassidy slide into place tonight. Uh, as uh, according it, to Vin a, Diesel, going to ride him down to the ring. Okay, the next to last puzzle piece, as <laughs> uh, according to Fightful, uh, they were able to finally, after all this time license Jane by Jefferson Starship as his entrance Oh, hell yeah. Music. So, get the full wet, hot summer experience tonight. Yeah, in America. There yes. you go. Yeah. No, uh, I'm, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, the, Pix- the Pixies for OC grew on me. Totally. But Where Is My Mind is not a fucking hype you up sort of, uh, sort of jam, you know? Yeah. And, it, you know, it works for OC and it grew on me, but, you know, when I think somebody's interest music, like the opening of Jane, it fucking rules. Let's go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. You just got to be psyched. Yeah. So, uh, could be match of the night. Uh, you have two killer workers. Osprey has shown <clears throat> that he's 
got his working be- boots on for the U.S. Uh, again, Dude, three weeks. Osprey's been bangers. bumping his ass yeah. off the past week and a half, and I have much appreciated it. Yeah, that, anytime that, he's on the screen, I'm, I've been uh, drawn yeah. in. I, I, he's a shithole. Yeah, as I've but. said to many people, and I think I said on this show previously, Osprey is as good a wrestler as he is a terrible person, and uh, yeah. it, it's, it continues to be proven. <clears throat> yep. We've got Very another so. trios tag match as it's Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki against the Sons of Moxley. Eddie Kingston, Wheeler, Yuta, and Shota Umino, the winning team, receives the advantage for blood and guts. That pretty much tells me. Oh, is that a new me, stipulation? Yeah, that was oh, added Friday that, uh, on, uh, okay. on Rampage. Uh, that tells me yes. that Jericho, Sammy, and Suzuki are probably winning, and they're probably pinning Shooter. Uh, but uh, you don't say. <laughs> but this should be very good. <laughs> Jericho and Kingston have been firing all cylinders in terms of their feud. Yeah. Uh, the interactions between Suzuki and Kingston and Suzuki and Yuta should be awesome. Uh, Hell yeah. Sammy's probably going to do something incredibly dumb. It's going to yep. be great. Uh, it should be. Yeah, a, and Shooter a, a will be there too. Match. Yeah, Shooter will be there too. And look, he'll get a huge <laughs> to pop. Be there. Yeah, to be fair, we haven't seen much of Shooter since his excursion began, so right. I'm not sure what's in store for us there. Dude's got a killer look. Like, he, he looks yeah. like uh, a weird hybrid of Mox and Tana at this point, which... I, I was uh, going to say, yeah, he's like a young Tana. Yeah, um, which could be interesting. I wonder if uh, Shooter's going to second him, uh, second Mox for the... Oh, uh, the my heart. Mat. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we've got the four-way for the All-Atlantic Championship. Pac versus Miro versus Malachi Black versus Clark Connors. Yes, no Ishii. But Connors, he, it, this is his night to prove something. Sure. If I'm yeah. Connors, I am absolutely going into that locker room and being like, boys, I'm willing to do all the shit tonight. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, Miro and, and, then and Pac and everybody else will be like, <laughs> slow down, young blood. <laughs> but uh if it was just Pac versus Mira versus Malachi Black, this would fuck. Uh yeah. add a guy who like has a do or die moment in this, I think it, it's yeah. gonna roll even harder. I think Pac's gonna win the belt though. Um, I'm with you. I think it's the wisest choice. I mean, dude has held no gold this entire shocking. time in AEW. I know. Uh, so, you know, this is a start to uh, to, to remedy that situation, um, you know, plus I, you know, I, I don't dislike Malachi Black. I, I love me some Miro. But yeah, pack just pack, 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 uh, just want to see him drape with gold. Sorry. I don't know what just happened it's there. Okay. I think I had a mini stroke. Now, the big question mark for me, at least, will be of these two matches. What goes on last? And I, I think they've said that the main event is uh, Mox, Mox and Tana. Tana? Okay. okay. Yeah. Which is shocking, but it is most, I mean, AEW is fitting, putting, fitting the bill, footing the bill for, you know, that's fair. All this shit. So their interim title will go on after the IWGP world heavyweight championship um, is what which, I'm, which I will say kind of blows up my thought for how this is going to go, but I'll, I'll put it out there anyway. So we've got fair. No, that's true. A, a four way for the IWGP world heavyweight championship. Jay white defending against Kazuchika Okada. Hangman Adam Page and Adam Cole should be a great match. I know four ways are less good than three ways, which are less good yeah. than one on one matches. Yeah. Um, but you've got four great workers, even if one of them is six feet tall, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> you've got four guys who the crowd's going to love. Uh, and again, argue what you will about Adam Cole. Uh, I, I know for some reason he is like the absolute bullseye of the internet wrestling community's rage and anger these days. He's still a really good worker. He just wore yeah. dumb cosplay at the last pay-per-view yeah, uh, that he did. <laughs> or two pay-per-views ago, rather. Um, I think this should be great. Who do you think is going to win Chris? I think Jay White retains. Okay. And, and I think Jay White pins Adam Cole to do it. And and that makes uh, a lot of sense for the story told, for where things are going, what have you. Yeah. I think Okada wins. Okay. And I think after the match, Omega comes out and they do a face-off to tease for the next Forbidden Door. I know I've okay. said this before, but I, I, I genuinely think that's what they're going to do. Because, you know, we don't know when Omega will be back. Right. There were some rumors about him coming back for the show, which didn't pan out. Um, but I think uh, 
if you're going to do the next one, the headlining match is to finally do Okada Omega in the U.S. Sure. No, that makes a makes a ton of sense. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, Tony and the Obari, is that the, the guy in charge yeah. of New Japan at the mm-hmm. time? All mm-hmm. uh, right. Now, um, I'm sure they've talked about a subsequent show. Yeah. Uh, this one's sold out know. and apparently it's doing well enough on, on pre-orders for pay-per-view. So no reason not. Right. So I don't know if it's going to be a, a, an annual thing, biannual thing. Uh, who knows? We don't yeah. know. Um, but but yeah, that would make a make make a ton of sense. But if that match does not go on last, this four way match, and then you bring out Omega, and then have to have a match after that. That's yeah, be... it, it is a little anticlimactic. So that that's yeah. why I think okay, maybe not. Uh, maybe maybe it will be just a straight re- retention for Jay White, which. Uh, you know, that will get all the booze in uh, the United Center, which I'm sure Jay White will love. So, yeah, that's that, he, it, it, that just struck me. That is something to think about for this entire card for the New Japan talent. This is the first time in two years that they've been able to perform to a live audience that can cheer. Well, yeah, I mean, some of the some of the guys have had matches on Dynamite and Rampage and everything, but for the most part, yeah. Yeah, you're like, right. This this is going to be a big thing for them. So yeah. uh, that that that's kind of just a special addition to all of this. That that excuse me, there aren't going to be the clap crowds. There, there will be people special addition. Okay, in, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was like special edition. We're putting uh, DVD extras on this thing. Yes, exactly. Um, special addition. Yes. So uh, j- just a nice little bonus for all the New Japan guys on this. Anyway, yeah. well, either, either any way it pans out, I still think Adam Cole's eating the pin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of of I those mean, four guys, of those that, four that guys, that is he he is the one most likely to eat the pen. I, I say Jay White just behind him. If I'm if I'm ranking odds of people eating, sure. Pen. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I mean, honestly, I would be okay. And again, this is not a slight on Adam Cole. It's just the uh, the caliber of the people he's in the match against. I would take any of the three except Adam Cole winning this as an okay. Let's yeah. see where this goes. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Um. Especially if so, here's a for instance. Let's say Paige wins. Yeah, Paige has the IWGP Heavyweight Title. That would go great with what I think is the result of the main event: John Moxley, Hiroshi Tanahashi, which should absolutely fucking roll. Mm-hmm. I think Tanahashi's winning. Do you? Yeah, I, I I think there is more of a story of Tana taking the belt, going to the G1. They can build it around the TNT title. They can build around the tag titles. They can build around the women's titles. They build around they the have a lot Atlantic title. They have yeah, all these yeah. other belts. They have Ring of Honor titles, even. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the idea that Tana, you know, takes the belt, has it with him during G1, then he could come back for All Out and defend it, but ultimately hold it until it's him versus Punk, finally. Okay. All right. No, I, I don't. Uh, I don't dislike that. I hadn't thought about it. That's an interesting, uh, interesting theory there. But if that was also paired with Paige has the IWGP Heavyweight Title, right? Like that'd be some wild shit, right there. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That would yeah. Instead of <laughs> you'd be seeing that being uh, on on TV every week instead of the uh, the AEW one. Yeah, I mean that would further cement how in bed these two companies are which is what you and i want to see for sure totally now all of that being said i I think considering the week so far what is more likely to happen is the bus carrying the new japan roster while driving the united center will go straight into the satellite truck so not only Will countless members of the New Japan roster be injured? But there will be no pay-per-view tonight. And more importantly, Bleacher Report doesn't know how to issue refunds because their entire system doesn't work. So everyone loses (laughs) tonight, live on pay-per-view. But not. The Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughhouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Roughhouse Redos, and Roughhouse Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod- House, uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. 
Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. There is an old saying in the pro wrestling industry, to perform your best, you must look your best. And that's where we come in. Hi, I'm Bobby the Coyote Dickums. And I own and manage the Singlet Warehouse. From boots, capes, straps, helmets, and all sorts of accoutrements. Everything you can need to make your character ooze with character. We got a saying here. It says one strap, two straps, we promise no crap. It's the Singlet Warehouse. One strap, two strap, we promise no crap. That's the Singlet Warehouse on the corner of Smithsman and Main.